0: Chamba ChambaCasino.com No purchase necessary Forward, prohibited by law 18 plus Terms and conditions apply See website for details
1: I'm Eliyam Marchenko I'm
0: Dennis Kudla I'm Jesper Ljom I'm Henry Laksan
2: I, I am Francisco Serrondolo And, and you're listening to The Games of Love Podcast The Love Podcast okay.
1: Welcome back, tennis fans. Sorry that we're a little bit late. Whatever happens, eh, with GTL? Um, It was scheduled for yesterday, but unfortunately, England went out of the World Cup and myself and JG were inconsolable. We were in tears. There was no way. We couldn't even string two words together. Uh, JG was crying into a pint and I was just having to just be that wingman and just trying just to help him home. That was... uh, That was how it went, wasn't it, JG? Have you got a different story for us from last night?
2: (laughs) No, it's the same story. I mean, I was devastated in the pub, everyone filtering out. I feel like it just ended up me, Ben, just another couple in the corner. Um, We just couldn't really go home. It was just a sad one because I really thought England could beat France. I thought this was potentially the World Cup. It was going to actually come home, Um, but it that's what happens in football. That's not what happens in sport. It doesn't always go to plan. And I don't think these predictions are going to go to plan either. So it's quite fit in the fact that we thought England were going to win. It never happened. We think that our top 10 is going to be the top 10. I can guarantee you it's not going to be the top 10. We'll be lucky to get five of the top 10. I think last year... I think you had two. Is that right? (laughs) Or two or three? I mean, it's pretty abysmal from you. My
1: differential was terrible, I have to say. On this 450 or something I was at, it was Svitolina screwed me over by uh, just choosing to have a child. I mean, how rude of her, really, to ruin my
2: predictions in that way. Yeah, I think our variances were all off. It was pretty terrible. But if we can try and get within 100 for the WTA, it is, of course, very unpredictable. I think that would be quite impressive. So that is my target yeah. anyway. Let's get into the GTL WTA 2023 predictions. Of course, we have only about 20 days left of 2022. It's been a fabulous lit year. We're going to be doing a podcast going through all of the big tennis moments of the year. That will be happening next week. We'll also have a QA and we'll also be doing a GTL award. So that's just some things to look forward to on the channel But this one is all about predictions. We've already done the men's one, which seemed like a long time ago, because I think a lot's happened since. Anything you want to talk about on the men's one quickly before we go into the women's?
1: No, I just feel like I went a little bit more out there with my selections than than you did. I'm just interested to see if you've gone a bit more out there on the women's side or I don't know. Are you becoming the boring jg now and am i going a bit more out there to try and counter my boring past that i've had with my predictions you're going to find out that's for sure coming up uh i'm interested to see who you've picked and who i've picked for these top 10 and the grand slam winners is one of the key things i think in this yeah,
2: David's in there saying <laughs> another couple. <laughs> Let me just clarify. My girlfriend was there, so that's probably why I was saying another couple like that. But yeah, there was a couple in the corner. Of course, me and Ben aren't a couple, just to clarify.
1: Oh, one way of uh, letting me down gently, and not Just live <laughs> on a stream. How rude.
2: <laughs> uh, we've got Ray in saying, hey, guys, uh, can we expect... A recovery in 2023 from the likes of Contavit, Badoza, etc. Well, Ben did have Bedoza as world number one. I think he had a winning a few slams as well. Not just one mm. slam, two slams last year. I'm interested to see how high he has Bodoza this year. Maybe up in the top five still. Um, but we'll have to wait and see for that. Where do you want to go next? So we go straight into this.
1: I think we need to the last one took like nearly an hour and we're already it's late it's sunday night and i just spent the last two hours driving home in the snow uh can you believe in the uk uh, it's been a bit of a very well it's been a very very long day uh, and i'm very very tired but i'm excited and i just want to get stuck in
2: okay so let's, let's go then. in so gtl wta 2023 predictions like the powerpoints last year um, mm. they were both produced from by me. So it's the same template and everything. The difference <laughs> with the WTA one this year is I've not actually seen what Ben's predictions are. So the men's mm. one, I put all the predictions into the template uh, of the PowerPoint. Ben's done it this year for just the WTA. So he knows all of mine and his, of course, and I only know mine. So I'm going to be re- reacting live to Ben's predictions.
1: I feel like this is a better way of doing it because you're going to give your true reaction and i'm gonna get probably a lot of stick for some of these it's going to be quite interesting i'm interested to see jg guns are blazing when i announce my crazy picks which are going to be coming out come on i just want to
2: know your grand slam and your number one but i feel like it's going to be pretty predictable we wait and see okay let's go here
1: we go number 10 Oh, (laughs) Oh, in at number 10, JG has Paola Badoza and I have Linda Fruvitova. Uh, Am I getting that right? Gary will uh, correct me as we know. Um, I think that this could be the year that she really pushes on. I thought that we saw glimpses in 2022 of Fruvitova really coming to the forefront beating some big players getting uh well doing quite well in some of the WTA events I think now we might see her go maybe deeper in slams pick up points she doesn't she's not defending many points you've got, always got to remember that with these young uh young ladies on the tour so she will be able to I, I think gain some points at slams I think that she will do okay in say like two
2: or three of the slams my pick, let's be honest, Paula Badoza is a top 10 player. There's no doubts about it. When she's playing, when she's not retiring from matches and she's got no injuries to worry about, she should be well within her rights to be inside the top 10. Like you set thought last year, a lot higher. You had her as number one, I had her at number two. We both raped the girl. She let us down a lot last year. But I feel we would be stupid to not include her in the top 10. I've not got her very high, as you can see. She's right... Sort of at the bottom of my top ten in tenth, but I just I'm not putting her out of there because she is good enough to be a top ten player, and as long as she stays fit, her tennis is good enough, and I think she's going to do a lot better this year and play more events. And yeah, I think this is a good good solid selection.
1: Yeah, I think the main thing with with her last year, obviously the injuries they they start to more start to become a more regular thing, which I didn't like after selecting her as number one and then it seems that she can become distracted maybe with off-court things more as well. So if she gets that in check, she's a threat in every tournament, I think. So let's move on.
2: Yeah, just a quick thing. I know we've both been saying it, you more so. When you keep mentioning about defending points, it doesn't really mean anything when you're having a start of the season uh, rankings video. Because this is the whole season, so it's not about defending points, really. As Edgar well. points out here, they still don't understand how the rankings work. If you're predicting rankings for the whole year, the defending points means nothing except for seedings.
1: Which means where they're going to finish up at the end of the year. So they're still going gonna, gonna to be saying like Radu Kanu. she was definitely not going to stay in the top uh, 10 because, or she definitely wasn't going to get into the top 10, I didn't think, because she was going to lose her US Open points. So I was, wasn't going to predict that she was going to be in there because those were going to drop off again.
2: I understand what you mean as well, but I understand what Edgar means. But anyway, let's move on to number nine. So number nine, I've gone for Maria Sarkari, John and Ben's favourite player. (laughs) We call her semi-final Sarkari. That's why I've got her right at the bottom of my top 10, because let's be honest, she's not someone who's pushing on. She's a great player until it goes too deep where she's worried. And she'll pick up a lot of points because she'll get to a few semi-finals, no doubt. I just don't see that killer instinct from her to be able to get these events over the line and actually win some silverware. So for me, number nine is where Maria Sarkery belongs.
1: Yeah, I mean, she she got better in 2022, though. She was semi-final Sarkery. She was getting to a few finals, though, uh, in 2022. Maybe next year will be the year when she goes on and starts winning events. She's only won one WTA event in her whole career she's due to win some more. She just needs to put it together. I've gone with Barbora Klajcikova as my number nine. She comes back into the top 10 for me. And that's mainly just based on I think she is a quality player. And she showed by beating Iga in that final uh, at the back end of the year. She had a terrible year up until then, but we know the quality is there.
2: Poor prediction. It won't happen. Klajcikova is a good player, but she will not be finishing inside the top 10. I think she's going to prioritise doubles play like we saw a lot of last year. And she's going to focus on doing that. She's the best doubles player currently, her and Sinia Kova. It's a great partnership. I don't see her pursuing the singles like she did when she won Roland Garros, for example. On that basis, it's going to be too difficult for her to be a top 10 player. I think, big prediction, she will be in around 50. Wow. Yeah, it's possible she could go either way. I feel so. She I'm very has... happy you've done put that one in there because I think that's going to really affect your differentials. Of <laughs> minus forty or something. <laughs> for <mine>. Great, <laughs> <laughs> that's just what I need. Anyway,
1: let's move on to the next one. Yep. Yeah. Let's know in the live chat uh, if you've got Klychikova uh, into your top ten as well. I see there's a few people saying in there saying that she'll fall outside the top twenty. I think we've got Ray, one of our members, in there saying that. Yeah. Um, she won't come back into it either. Wow, so just yeah. falling outside and never to come return again.
2: Listen, I words. love it, guys. You keep telling Ben exactly. I don't know what you're thinking, mate. You're a tennis podcaster, you've got her inside the top 10. It's never gonna happen. You should have put Kenin in there. She beat Eager recently. Well, we've got mate. Dawson in who does agree with you anyway. So, I agree with she'd, them. She beat
1: Eager recently. Not many people could say that in 2022. So she know you got a cold, but still, still you eager. Put a doubles
2: player. Do you have Sini Cover in here at all?
1: <laughs> what do you reckon?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what number Sini Cover are? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, but they're on number eight. Anyway, you've gone with Jessica Pagula. I've gone with Maria Sakari. Similar sort of thoughts to you on Sakari. I think that she's a, she's definitely a top 10 player.
2: You always still a little bit partner. higher than me, though.
1: I know, always a little bit. But this, There's I the gone extra top five.
2: admiration for Sakri.
1: I didn't go top five, though, did I? So no. I haven't really got much more to add to what you said, to be honest, on Sakri. So you tell us about Pagula dropping down from third to eighth in yours.
2: Yeah, some people may be surprised I have put her this low. We know last year she was, aside from Eager, the most consistent player in the Masters events. She did do very well when it mattered. The WTA finals was not a very pretty sight, I must admit. And that's the worst I've seen her play in a long time. But I'm not going to use recency bias in these predictions. I've learned I'm the bigger man. I'm more mature coming into this video. And I believe Jessica Pagula, it would be extremely insensitive of me to put her outside the top 10. She's a quality athlete. She's got enough backing from from her dad. So (laughs) don't have to worry about any of that. And Jessica Pagula, I think she's class. I think she's gonna do all right. And she plays if she plays a lot, she'll definitely be inside the top ten. Maybe if anything, I've gone a little bit low on her. She could be around five.
1: Fair play. Okay. Move on to number seven.
2: Lucky
1: I've number gotten, seven. I forgot who I've even got. All right. So here we go. This is where it gets a little bit more interesting. I've got Amanda Anissimova coming into the top 10 now. Um, she's due a really good year. Uh, Anissimova, I feel like it, maybe 2023 could be her year when she finally breaks out. And you've gone with Kinwin Zeng, another fantastic youngster on the tour. So we've both got really good youngsters at number seven here. What more can you say about either of these two? I mean, I think we both have
2: admiration for both of them, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't even criticize you too much for the Nissimova pick. The one thing I would say is last year, she only played 15 events. She's 21 years old. So, like you said, another young gun. Is she going to play enough? And Nissimova?
1: I think it, she's had reasons about why she wasn't playing so much. There was some off, uh, like, obviously off court stuff that was going on with her personal life. I think if that's all put in the past and she's now focused. I think she's just an incredible player. The way that she uh she beat Asaka, didn't she, at the Australian Open start of last year. She only lost to Barty. That was the person who knocked her out of the Australian Open. She's strong in Grand Slam. She's a big match player. And I think if she plays the same this year, well 2023, I think we could see big things from her.
2: Yeah, I think it's actually a good pick. I'm not gonna say anything to you. Anissa is a good player. Uh, David's got her actually at number four because those Wimbledon oh, wow. final points never came. Uh, she would have been higher right now. And I'd have to agree. She's very good on, on the grass. She can play on all the surfaces. Yep, I think it's a good good selection. And of course, my girl, it's another Alcaraz story. It's a matter of time for me. It's inevitable that she will be one of the top athletes competing with Ega for Grand Slams. Is it going to come a little bit too soon this year? I'm saying it is, but still not soon enough for that she's going to be inside the top 10 in the, on the men's side you could compare her to maybe like in Sinner level um already that's how i feel is she going to push on to be as verev um then we'll have to wait and see <laughs> that's it, we go. you know just you know what i mean in terms of like getting to the top
1: yeah i mean she's definitely got the potential and you just she's see a future, how she's a
2: future world number 1 future grand slam champion I don't want to go too crazy well. or not. For those who don't know who she is, I've got a little bit of information here. She's 20 years old from China, King Wing Zeng. She did very well last year against Iga, Uh, one of the few people to take a set in one of the slams. I forget exactly which one. And I anticipate her rise to happen this year, but not obviously to the very top this year, but maybe 2024, then she'll be right up there with one, two or three.
1: Nice, yeah. Um, I don't have anything bad to say about her, that's for sure. Right, move on to number six.
2: Oh, this is interesting. See, this is where now, this gone. is what I want you to explain. Because to put BB for those audio listeners who can't see the screen, Ben's gone for Bianca Andreescu from Canada, and I've got Arina Sabalenka from yeah. Belarus.
1: Um, I saw promising signs, if I'm perfectly honest, in 2022 from Andriescu, suggesting that she could get back to the top. Well, I remember when she started the year? I think I did it on one of the news videos. She started the year and I think 46th in the world. She went all the way down to I think it was about 150 or 200. She climbed all the way back by the end of the year, back up to the top. Well, 46 again, the exact same place that she's 5 she now. Something like that, yeah. Exactly where she started the year. So she ended on a high. And I think that if she starts the next year, she we know she's quality. I want to see that. I think it's more of a like a hope as well. Because I really want to see Andriescu back at the top of the game again. Canadian tennis is doing really well at the moment as well. She'll probably get inspired by the likes of Felix as well on the men's side. I think, I'm hoping Andriescu gets inside
2: that top 10. My one's pretty safe. Let's be honest. Sabalenka, yeah. she's going to be in and around number six. I don't see her right at the top. It's she's, like the, <laughs> she's the sister pass of the women's game, I'm afraid, in terms of, you know, she's going to beat Sister pass is always going to be inside the top 10, just like Sabalenka. I don't see them two being right at the top. Um, could prove me wrong. I just think there's too many. That was quite deep in events. That's she's the thing. All, she's like... okay. She's okay. Sabalenka's all right, but she does have the tendency to lose to that. A nobody,
1: if, the the, if she just faults. double
2: faults her way through games, and there's just no chance for her. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? If she... I do like her, I do, I like her personality as well. I oh, think she's quite a character,
1: she's brilliant. I think that she's one of, the, one of the best on the women's tour. She's got, she knows how to have a joke at her own expense. And the fact that she serves so many double faults how many was it last year? Well, this year, like f- over 400, 500 double yeah. faults. So, and that. she can laugh about it. So, fair play to her. Move on, number five.
2: Now we're getting into the top five and people are (sighs) starting to wonder, who do we have? Do we have a few socks inside this top five? Well, start straight off the bat. (laughs) I've got one for you. Ludamila Samsonova inside my top five and you've gone for Sabalenka. Uh, I guess I'll start with my Samsonova one. I'm not really sure what to say about her, apart from the fact that this year she went under the radar. Yeah. Like she, she produced when he goes on that crazy run of what was it, thirty-seven matches? Yeah. Um, Samsonova was the only player who really took it to her and almost beat her. She, Samson Samsonova herself also went on a good run, which wasn't spoken about hardly. She, it, she just fantastic. went under the radar massively last year. I think she's class. How old is she? That's another question. I believe she's quite, quite young. young. Yeah, twenty-four yeah. years old. So room to improve as well, I think. Um, I think she's impressive. I mean, she's got. She just looks like a tennis player. You look at. Her, she's got the perfect frame to be a tennis player. There's not really a weakness in her game, and I think she is going to be the Caroline Garcia of next year. So nice. What, what I mean by that, Caroline Garcia. Of course, people didn't anticipate her to do so well was like she did. I think that's going to be the same story for Samsonova. She's going to creep into uh, the race. Uh, it's not to Turin. Where do they play? Guadalajara? It was,
1: it was Shenzhen. I Shenzhen. Think. But I don't think they're doing it there. Well, oh, They obviously.
2: played Texas, didn't they, last year? It was yeah. terrible. Hopefully they go back to Guadalajara. That was a lot better. Yeah. So if get it is the te- race to Guadalajara. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Dallas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Get out of Texas. Whatever you do. Fort I'm, Worth is anyway, not worth it. Anyway, I like
2: Samsonova. I'm putting her in my top five.
1: I like the pick. I really do. Sabalenka. I put Sissipas five. I'm putting Sabalenka five. They're just mirror images of what of each other for me like in where they sit in the top 10 rankings solid players can go deep in slams do i see them winning them you'll have to wait and see when we get to the grand slam predictions but unfortunately
2: david's also got samson over at number five
1: i like it i think it's a really good pick we both had the same I, i think it's a really good pick like that's one person who people should take note of this year will she be the same samson over next year we can only hope. Right. No, move on to number four.
2: Ooh. Wow. Two Ons of Jib- my favourite players on one slide. We've got Ons Jabur <laughs> and Coco Goff I've gone for the Tunisian Ons Jabur at number four. Ben's got Coco Goff. I'll let you start.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel that she's just going from strength to strength, really, Coco. I feel she's going to have another strong year. Will she be able to do even better than she's done in 2022? Because it's been a really, I think it's been a pretty good year. The end of the year, let's ignore that. I mean, she did terribly at the the tour finals. It was just like yeah. I've never seen her play worse than that. I don't know what happened. It was just it's the occasion, maybe something like that. I we all know. Look, look how old she is. She's actually 18 still, and she's still growing as a player. She's definitely going to have a great year. I feel that it's going to either be in line with 2022 or maybe even a little bit better. She obviously got to a slam final. Maybe 2023 is the
2: year she gets one. Well, Coco Gough is seventh currently um, and Ons Jabeur is second. One thing they both have in common is they both reached Grand Slam finals last year. Neither of them have won a slam though. And I think, I think that's the interesting dynamic I think for these two, their target has got to be to win a slam. They've got to the final now of a slam. Ons Jabur got to two finals. Is that right? Yeah, pretty sure she did. And I just, I'm fascinated to see how it pans out. I think Ons Jabur will drop off slightly. I think she had so many good results last year. I think it's going to be difficult for her to uh, reciprocate that exactly. So she may go out early in a few. I don't, I think she will take that. As long as she stays inside the top 10, for her target is to win a grand slam. So if she finishes fourth, doesn't do so well in all the masters or other events, and just wins one slam, say a Wimbledon, because we know she's great on the grass, then yeah. she will be over the moon, and I'll be happy as well.
1: Yeah, I mean she's done fantastic things for Tunisian tennis, for African tennis. Like she's been setting records this year. Really, really did well. Um, don't I'm not mad at that pick either. So let's move on to the top three, JG. Here we go, top three Ooh. and
2: one which may surprise you again. I've gone Elena Libikina, the Wimbledon champion in number three, and Ben's gone King Wing Zhang. Yeah,
1: I know. Kim Wing Zeng. Uh, I know you've got her at seven. Um, I think that she's going to be even more dominant across a lot of the tournaments in 2023. I think we could see her winning a few tournaments uh as well and challenging for Grand Slams in twenty twenty three. I think like you said, she's the future. So I can't wait. I had I predicted her to win the US Open, didn't I, last year or oh, this year, sorry, in twenty twenty two. Didn't happen, but I wasn't mad with the pick and I'm still hoping she can grab a slam soon.
2: For those who don't know, she is a player who I told Ben all about. He's <laughs> riding on my coattails with this King Wings and Pink. He's
1: still not bigging her up
2: enough, really. Well, oh, I did. I put her a... inside my top 10. I think mm. what you've done is it's coming a little bit too soon. I think mm. three's too much of a push, but I can't say too much because she's in my top 10. I think she's quality and it's a matter of time until she hits three and beyond.
1: And you've got the Wimbledon champion there, Eleanor Rybakina. Well, to be top three, she obviously didn't even get points for Wimbledon and nearly uh, ended up in, inside the top 10 anyway, didn't she, at the end of uh, this year. So if that that tells you how good Ribikina is. I think, she, how many finals has she been in on the WTA Tour? And that's like two or three years ago. She was already making finals. She's now won a, a slam. I think she could be off to the races now. That's my personal opinion. I think you it's a good pick for number three.
2: Yeah, currently twenty two in the world. She's oh, two. Twenty three years old. Uh, good talent. One of the one of the few really good servers as well in the women's game. Some could say the best server right now. I'd, I'd say so. I think Asaka is, but of course she's not really playing too much. But Asaka, for me, when she's on, she's got the best serve. Currently, Libikina is doing as good, uh, almost as Asaka. Uh, she's very dangerous. A lot of aces. Great game on all the surfaces. I'm not sure about her on clay. That's the one thing. And maybe that could be a downfall. But there's not that many clay court events. And I think she can pick up so many points. I actually also predict her winning one of the Sunshine Double events in America.
1: Nice. I think she's going th- to
2: take a Masters title next year.
1: She's, it's well, well within the realm. I, I think that she's going to go deep in quite a lot of tournaments in 2023. We've got sure. DJ saying the Rebecca Pic reminds you of the
2: Kenyan <laughs> one.
1: <laughs> oh, dear, don't say that.
2: Yeah, is a is a worry. I think looking at it now maybe I've gone a little high on her. Um but there's just something about her. She's quite I've consistent. been following her for a while. I do like her. Ben would tell you before we did the podcast. I used to always talk about her as well. And yeah, I've gone with it now, but it is I can understand the risk on this one. There's a big risk.
1: Right. Number two. (sighs) Stress. Here we are. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is where he knows that he's messed up. So this is where
2: you've just made me look a lot better, I feel. You go and Rubikina for number two. That is a surprise for me. Um, But at least I've now lost all of my risk element. Yeah, exactly. So...
1: (laughs) For me, Ribakina, I think that she's just going to be solid in 2023. I think that she's going to go deep in events. I think that she's going to oh. go deep in some slams. I think Wimbledon is a slam that she's already won and she will be good at again, I think. So I'd say no more. We said it all on your one. She She's a consistent tennis player and you don't get that many of them on the WTA Tour. So I, that's the reason I'm putting her in. I think that after winning a slam, sometimes people get that sort of injection of like faith in their own ability. And I think that that's the type of person she'll be. So what she did to Radu Karni at the start of the year, She, what she did, breadstick bagel <laughs> So that's what she can do to somebody who's just won a grand slam. So I think,
2: yeah, sky's the limit for her. Yep. She's got the perfect build. My one, of course, does she need an introduction? Coco Golf. I know Ben's got her at number four. I've put a, A little bit higher than Ben in number two. She got to a Grand Slam final last year. I think she's going to get very, very close to another Grand Slam. Maybe winning one. you have to wait and see. But I like Coco's game. She's so good for her age. The way she speaks is just a bit mad, really. At her age, the way she can conduct herself in an interview to talk about big, big issues, big topics in the sport. She is a model example for any young player growing up. She's going to do some great things next year. Watch out for Coco Golf, and I'm going to be supporting her all the way. I know I went big on the Tour Finals and I had her winning it. That was clearly a massive error because she just crumbled. But at the end of the year, we saw some weird results. I don't know if you can judge it off just one event. Over the course of the season, she was one of the best players. So I'm happy with my pick at number two.
1: So who could we have at number one, JJ? <laughs> who could we have? Hmm. Put everyone out their misery.
2: Right, number one. There we oh. go. There she is. Of course, it is eager Savonte for me and Ben. I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, yeah. when you asked me for the prediction, I said just put her in at number one, <laughs> and then I'll go you the rest.
1: <laughs> I already, I did, I already had it there. I didn't even need to uh, ask you. Who you had. How funny! We both had Alcaraz. We both have eager. I think that we know that that's sort of the future. The way that tennis is going, they are the outstanding stars of men's and women's like young tennis at the moment she speaks for herself mate like there's not much more praise we can give to Iga for this whole entire like 2022 i just think she's incredible she's like an inspiration to to everybody around the world who is looking to pick up a tennis racket and the stuff that she's actually been a uh, Like uh, combating recently and like the stuff that she had growing up as well, speaking out. And she's like a role model in every sense of the word. I mean, I only can hope that 2023 is as good, if not even better, than this year for her.
2: Yeah, Ursa and Sam, where's the queen? (laughs) Here's the queen. (laughs) 11,000 points last year. On Jabur had 5,000 in second. Just. Yeah. I mean, unthinkable. She's doubled up second spot. I want to know, in anyone in the live chat, did anyone not have eager finishing number one? For me, that's the one What's just, it's the banker. I just don't see her finishing outside of of number one. The only thing that can stop her is injuries.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to speak about injuries. Let's just, uh, let's just soak it in like this year. Like, She's looked great. The only thing that like put her off was a cold, really. <laughs> that was the only time she lost the final, I think. That was to uh, Barbara Klaichikova. She still got all the way to final. It was still an incredible match that she ended up losing, though. But yeah, we both got her there at number
2: one. Um, a few people I... saying, Where's Layla? So Layla did uh... not make my top 10 this year. I'd put her maybe 12th because I like Anissa Mova as well. So Anissa Mova would have been my 11th. And Fernandez my twelfth. Mm. Just for those interested.
1: So let's see the full list anyway. I want I'm interested to see it all.
2: There so let's have glory. a look at the full list. So my predictions are Eager, number one, Coco number two, Ribikina three, Jabur four, Samsonova five, Sabalenka six, King Wing seven, Pagula eight, Sakri nine, and Badoza tenth. I think that is a very, very solid lineup. Of course, some people who didn't make mine, some big names would be Kasadkina, Kudametova, Simona Halop, uh, Madison Keys, Benchich Collins, Hadid Maya, Kavitova, Kontovit, Ostapenko, Noenisimova, uh, No, no Klachikova, No Azarenka. That's just some big names who never made it for me. If we go to Benz, he had Iga, number one, Ribikina, two, Zeng, three, Coco, four, Saba five, Andreescu, and six, Anisimova, and seven, Sakari, and eight, Krajikova nine, and Fluvitova. So he's added quite a few little overs in there. We've got Anisimova and Fruvitova. I think there's a good blend of young and old, Um, I say old, Andreescu's not old, is it? I mean, it's just all pretty young, your group. It's all the future, um, aside from who's one of the oldest, what, Kachikova or Sakari?
1: Yeah, I mean, still though. I mean, for me, the big shocks that I've put into my one are the people who aren't there. There's no Pagula, there's no Jabir, uh, which I know I thought that you might come for me, for no Jabur inside that top 10. I feel bad about doing it, but she did make two slam finals. Do I think that she's gonna do it again in 2023? I'm not so sure. She I, need to, though. Yeah, but this part of me just doesn't I'm not so sure if she's gonna have as this good as where season. the
2: points dropping off doesn't matter because all she no, has no. to do in a season is get to like the top ten in terms of points. Is she gonna be a top ten player? Forgetting that what she because everyone drops off all the points come the end of the year.
1: Yeah, so I just I think she's not going to have as good a 2023. That's all, I, as she did in 2020. I thought it's su- it's such a good year. I mean, it's so hard to replicate that year. You, you're telling me Flubatova going to have a better year than Ons They've got to come good at some time, haven't they? Kradzikova,
2: so Krajikova, the doubles player, is going to have a better year than Ons Jabeur. Listen, Apparently I think you so. need to hang your head in shame. You're an absolute disgrace. That is one of the worst predictions I've ever seen on the channel. In fact, you've never see. done a worse one. And wait I cannot—no, no—I cannot wait for Krajikova. Every event, I'm going to goad you into picking her winning it. She's probably you are not going to see her much. You might see her name maybe in about four draw previews next year. Because he plays doubles, Ben. You picked a doubles player inside your top 10. It's not going to happen. And you've disrespected Ons Jabour. The lady you say you love, the one you no, spoke to at John. Wimbledon, the one who got to two Grand Slam finals last year, It's not even inside your top 10.
1: Sad, isn't what it? What
2: is going on, Ben? I don't what know. I don't know. On? I'm just Keep trying
1: to be a, a bit... Wobble. Trying to be a bit out there in these predictions. I mean, if anything, I think they're a little bit more exciting. I feel like you've gone more the ball. It's boring not exciting, route. it's
2: stupid. You've just done a stupid prediction there, not included uh, well, on
0: Another one. Know.
2: Where is Jessica Pagula? Exactly. Where is she? Why is Pagula not going to finish inside your top 10, Ben? I don't know. First. You've got number two, three, and four not inside your top 10.
1: You've got to make predictions, you've got to be bold says JG, but he doesn't look too bold on his side. So I don't know why, where these uh,
2: Listen to this. words also, come from. Is Brenda or Linda? I want to clarify that as well. That's got Linda. Andy in saying. Those top 10s are just hilarious. Brenda has more chance of being top 10 than Linda. And she has literally no chance.
1: All right, Andy. Cool. All right, Connoisseur. Brenda's playing really well as well, to be honest. Uh, either of them could have a chance if they put a run of form together. But only, she's only playing ITFs. She's so got to get in and start winning some WTA events. I think Linda's beating some bigger competition. That's
2: all. We've got Peter in saying hangover, question mark. We've got Dutchie <laughs> in saying snow on the brain. <laughs> Definitely
1: that as well. <laughs> got both of them, both of them correct.
2: <laughs> Edgar saying Benchic has a good chance. I mean, I'm looking at these two lists. You might as well award me the win already. No chance for you, Ben. The no. only thing you got right was Eager.
1: Let's wait and see if uh Badoza... I have to hope that she dropped... I'll be cheering her down the uh, charts in 2023 and you'll be having to have her going far in those brackets. So well, hopefully you do. Well, she's got more chance
2: that. than a lot of yours. Well, we'll wait and see, won't we?
1: Okay, anyway, so that I'm is uh, me, top 10s. Let me remove that and then we can add in... Got to add it in again. It's been some... uh.
2: So Funny we've got,
1: on happening.
2: <laughs> we got Tuck in saying Dario's free love head to head against Coco. Yeah, we saw that yeah, Kaskina as Kasachina well. is a big one, neither of us have included. No. And I was very close to put Kina in. I think she's a consistent. quality player. And she's a little bit unlucky not to be my number 10. It was I was gonna go her or Badoza. I went Badoza.
1: She's very consistent. That's the one thing you can say about Casak but i've gone a bit out there i like to go a little bit crazy maybe i'll be over 450 differential in the end of next
2: year you a 1,000, mate with that maybe it'll be no, genius you can't
1: get who knows Well, if you fair
2: play mate if you if you get that one bang on or even close it would be wow. pretty incredible
1: We'll have to wait and see. Uh, We're going to go through next. Uh, Let us know who you've got. Obviously, pop it in the comments section below once this live has finished. And we want to hear your Grand Slam predictions and your top 10. And we will use this come next year when we go back and we'll have a look at the comments section as well. So make sure you put it in now. We don't want you putting it in there halfway through the year and going, oh, look, now I predicted it. No, put it in now and then... We can all be judged. And also, let
2: us know in the comment section, what do you make of Ben's top 10? We're (laughs) now going to be going through the Grand Slam predictions. Is Fruvitova going to be winning a slam? Is Kanachikova maybe going to be winning a slam? We know Ben has got them two very high in his rankings. Let's wait and find out. And, of course, if you haven't already, hit that like button on the video. Subscribe to Game to Love if you're new. It is, of course, December. No tennis. But game to love still here, and we're bringing you a few cool, funny episodes the next few weeks as well. So let's start off with the Australian Open. Will there
1: be any uh, surprises? Will we get Mugulusa in there for you, winning a few? Or... Well,
2: there is no Mugulusa <laughs> winning the Australian <laughs> Open. It is going to be that girl again, Ega Savante. She's yet to win the Australian Open. I think she's slowly going through them all, ticking them off one by one. And this is her time to tick off the Australian Open.
1: It could well be. I mean, she's in hot form. She she did well last, didn't she? I remember that epic yeah. match, wasn't it, against Kanepi,
2: if that was right? She lost and, to Danielle Collins in the semi-final.
1: Yeah, that's it, yeah. She did really well. So there's only a, a couple of people ahead of her. Barty's not going to be there, obviously. She's retired. And Barty was the only person that was... Able to stop Anissimova. Anissimova knocking out Osaka, we remember, in dramatic fashion. I think that she, if she turns it on again, she can beat the players like Osaka, who are Australian Open champions. So there's no Barty. Can Anissimova, can this be a year?
2: We've got Jack in going with Sabalenka. Yeah, Ed I thought people this that. I can win this one. Uh Azali also going for Sabalenka. It's quite a po- a popular one. Got Hini in with a pucker. I'm not sure <laughs> puckers if it's in it. the Australian Open, but
1: Mine's a bit of a risky one, but I'm I'm going big, I'm going bold. If you
2: don't go big or bold, then uh you might as well go home. So I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. I think Anissa Mova's class, she could win the Australian Open. Wow, let's move on to the French. And there, there you go. go. <laughs> Eager
1: <laughs> again. <laughs> just, just Roland Garros. Yeah, both going for Eager again, I think. Yeah, she sort of cleans up there a little bit. So I don't think she's going to have is there more problem.
2: chance Eager wins Roland Garros or Rafael Nadal wins Roland Garros? What about the double? What is the highest probability? Rafael wins Roland Garros or Eager wins Roland Garros? Let me know right now. I'm talking about next year's one as well. Who has more chance of winning it, Eager or Rafael Nadal? I actually think it's Eager. She's
1: younger, and there's probably less competitors. Uh, like, there's obviously probably more on the men's side that could challenge Rafa um, when it comes yeah. to the clay courts.
2: We've got um, Jack saying eager, Edgar going Rafa. Davor going eager wins it more likely. I think it's a it's a good question to ask, but I think it's eager. just just edging it.
1: Just about, yeah. I mean, both so dominant when they played. I mean, play if they I mean... played
2: mixed doubles there at Roland Garros, I don't think anyone would get close to them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> was it Zeng who took her to three at Roland Garros, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it was that uh, one, yeah. That's what I mean. Like That was a very, very close match. and She so could Zeng, be a dark
2: horse, Zeng, to win Roland Garros.
1: Imagine, that would be an amazing achievement if she was to do that. But yeah, move on. Wimbledon, up next. And we've wow. both gone for Coco Gauff, winning her first ever slam
2: at Wimbledon. Now, like that surprised me that you've gone for, for Coco Goff as well. Um, I thought I was going to be really out there and on my own with this pick. So when you told me that you've got Coco Gauff, I know you said it in the live chat about five minutes ago when we were talking that shock, That really did shock me. I didn't see it coming at all. I know you've been a little bit negative towards her at times on the stream. Is that sometimes.
1: fair? Yeah, I've, I've had a lot of admiration for her. Uh, I think that she's up there with the best servers on the women's game. But sometimes when the head goes down, just doesn't look like the same player. And she just got a little bit more maturing to go. But who's to say? She's been to one slam final. Now, maybe the
2: next step is winning a slam. I just feel I think... this is the open slam because Eager is not that great at Wimbledon somehow. Don't get me wrong. She could still go and win it next year. Um, and she'll probably be the bookies favourite as well. She will be of every event I think she plays. However, history does not look very fondly on Egar at Wimbledon. She's not played great there. Of course, she lost her winning streak to Elise Cornet last year, just showing she can lose to pretty much anyone. At the event. I know Cornet's a good player, but you'd expect her to be able to beat her. With Coco, this was her real event where she came out, beat Venus Williams that year. Also had a good result, I think, against the Polish girl. The name's just gone out of my head now. I think um that's you was backing her a lot recently, towards the end of the year. Oh, Lynette. Magna Lynette, that's the one. <laughs> um, but but anyway, I think she's gonna win Wimbledon. Watch this this space. Would love that. Right. Last but not least, US
1: Open. Ooh, Eager again. (laughs) He's going for for three.
2: Is that right? Yeah, listen, some people are going to call me boring. Some people are going to say I've played it safe. I think I've used my head. That's all I've done. I've used my head in this situation. Eager's the best player on the women's tour by a long way. Over 11,000 points last year. She is, I feel, going to go from strength to strength. I think she's hungry. She's got a point to prove. She's, trying to, she's going to try and catch Serena Williams. I think she's that good. She is going to be going for Serena Williams' is uh, history and all of her titles and benchmarks. And for me, we could see a massive season from her next year. I don't see her winning all the slams, but I see her winning three of them.
1: Yeah, I mean, what an amazing year. You didn't think it could get any better for Eager in... Well, 2022, uh, 2023 is going to be the year of eager again, according to JG. It could well happen. Have I gone as oh, predictable or as boring? No, I've gone out there. I've got four different Grand Slam winners in 2023. Will that happen? Probably not. But I've got Kim Winseng. I predicted it last year because I was hoping she'd win it just before the tournament in the draw preview. Now I'm just gonna do it at my start of year predictions. Kim Zheng does finally win a slam and uh, it will be at the US Open. We're gonna have some young
2: winners, all young winners of slams on the women's side. So you've got what? Anisia Mova winning her first slam, King Wing Zhang winning her first slam, and Coco Goff and Coco Gauff all winning their first. Listen, I think it's gonna to be too <laughs> much too soon for King Wing <laughs> I I don't see her winning a slam next year. This is why... I can understand why you've got her so high in your rankings now. Yeah. I couldn't put her as high as you did because I don't see her winning a slam. I think she might be able to go deep. May even get to a quarterfinal or two. Don't see her going past quarters. Well, wait and see. Uh,
1: I'm hoping that you're wrong, obviously. And I'm hoping that this crazy out there four Grand Slam winners for me comes good, but we'll find
2: out come the end of 2023. One name I want to give a shout out to is Alicia Parks. I know a lot of people are speaking yeah. about her in the live chat. Of course, she's a young girl from America. We saw a little bit of her last year. She is someone and another name hopefully we see a lot more. I've not seen enough, though, to suggest she can be in the side of the top 10. But I believe it could be a matter of time as well. Maybe yeah. on the same trajectory as where Lorenzo Massetti is or was a few years back.
1: Yeah, I think I was
2: saying to you, I can't remember, was it, I think it was the back end of last week. Uh, or- it's like Massetti and Challengers, I feel. That's where yeah. Alicia Parks is right now, where she's showing some great things, she's showing, she's, but we just she need to see good. it now. Sparks are brilliance. Yeah. Excuse the
1: pun. Um, yeah, I was going <laughs> yeah, to say, with the, the women's top 10, um, there's part of me that feels, when I've been looking down the list, all of like the, the top like like age group brackets are all like clustered full of Czech players. So many amazing Czech players coming through. And I said to you, I think that give it like two or three years, the, the top ten could be made up of about seven Czech players. I think it's that they look that good, some of the Czech uh women coming through. I'm half um, I'm a little bit surprised there's no Noskova or something in your top 10.
2: No, no, it's not, right. not there yet. not, not, not seen beating.
1: enough. All right, cool. i is the next big Mike. thing. Listen,
2: you can you can say it's boring, but if it happens, it's not boring. It was just it was just right.
1: I like this. If it's not like I'm using that line as well. Okay, if Djokovic wins <laughs> the Australian Open. It's not boring. It's just well, right.
2: It, it is boring, <laughs> but then if it's He's right, then you can't slam. say
1: anything. It's not winning a party sl- But he won the Australian Open. That apparently that was. Just right. Yeah, wow. it
2: was well done. But anyway, you. that that does summarise and end our WTA predictions for twenty twenty three. Nothing more to say apart from let us know your predictions in the comment section below. We want to go back and back to them in about six months' time and have a laugh, and then have another laugh in a year's time. So please put them in the comment section below, and then we can compare and see how good or bad you did. Um, but yeah, thank you for joining us again. I know we had to delay this and change the dates a few times, but thanks everyone who joined us live. If you haven't already, hit the like button, subscribe to Game to Love if you are new. We do have a few other uh, bits coming to the channel very soon. We'll be doing a Q&A, some awards, and also another big podcast going through 2022. And then everything focused on the new year. We'll be covering the Australian Open, We're going to be going bigger and better than ever. And doing these predictions always makes it a lot more exciting because now I'm looking forward to the tennis season to start again. And I just want to see some tennis because I want to see if our young players who we're really backing next year can turn up to the big stage.
1: Yeah, I'm excited just because now we've got players to cheer on, players we're looking out for in every single draw preview and if you want to uh, get involved with some other fun stuff that's going on the channel, join our Patreon because we're going to be doing a thing called Player Roulette, which is everybody will be entered in, say, on a Grand Slam. You'll get a player selected to your name and you can follow that player through the tournament and win prizes come the end of the tournament, should they win it.
2: Exactly that. Yazda, yes, Egar. let's go. Ben. Terrible for Ons. I'm going to say that. Give a yalla to Ons as well, and roll on 2023. Thanks everyone for watching, and we'll see you very soon. See you guys. <laughs>
0: Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.